Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. What binds a man to a land? You have a poor wretch toiling in the fields, burning in summer, shivering in winter. He works all day, every day, for nothing more than a loaf of bread and a pot to piss in. His children die of disease, his wife dies giving him children, yet when that land is threatened, something stirs. Why? It is the land that feeds him. More than that. Uh, the trees of the land are used for shelter and fire. More than that. Is it love, Father? Oh, for the Lord's sake, can you not remain quiet? But yes, the bastard has it. It can only be love. It is a powerful thing. Would you not agree, Lord Uhtred? From wretch to warrior, love gives a man strength. Often at the cost of his mind. Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So sit back and relax. Let's see how England was born. Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I I do not envy Uhtred right now. I don't envy, envy a single person on this show. No, not one person. And and especially if I'm just bleeding out of my mouth just profusely, Ugh. I think I'm going to take a 10-second time out. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm just going to... Coach, sub me out. Yeah, you know, sub just... Sub me out, buddy. You know, I just, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a tea. <laughs> Sit back, rethink my life choices. Not charge for Siegfried. I tell yeah, you that. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna walk away, a beaten man. But this is why a- you, you and I are not warriors. <laughs> no, no. This is why I do podcasts. We would fail about warriors in the zombie apocalypse. That's for sure. I can be an armchair quarterback like the best of them. <laughs> just not the real quarterback. <laughs> oh my gosh! So incredibly true. For those of you who are tuning into the video component, I apologize. I am wrapped in a very cozy. Um, I don't even know what you call this. Sh- it's it's not basic- even a shawl. It's no, like it's a- basically like a Christmas tree skirt, but I'm supposed to wear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm a little under the weather, and I am going to be having to have surgery next week, so I'm just like not in the best mood. But you know what makes me happy? What's that? Podcasting and connecting yes. with those of you who listen to the podcast, those of you who join in the live discussion. Did want to give everyone a heads up that we do now have a complimentary texting service. It was requested, so I did start it. So if you're in the U.S., just take out your phone and you're going to text the phone number 81010. And in the message field, the at symbol last 
King. Oh, it's not Last, King. last Kingdom. No, I thought it was the Last King. No, but it's just Last King. Yes. Okay, good. Just right. Last King. Um, so at Last King, the at symbol, not the word at all together. Just I, at I, Last King. I, on on the social media webs, I told somebody it was the Last King. So oh dear. I know. So uh, I, I forget who that was. I apologize. It is Last King. Text Last King to the number eight ten ten. At Last King. Blake. Oh, at. the at sign. <laughs> you know at what? Don't even listen to me. King. Yeah, don't, 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 even don't listen just to me. don't. Yeah. And if you're out of the country or if you are very confused by everything we just said, you can also sign up at remind.com slash join slash last king. By the way, I wanted to say too, Mary's surgery is not life threatening oh, yeah. or anything. It's it's just, you know, so she needs some maintenance. Gotta, gotta get some maintenance done. I wouldn't call it maintenance, well, but it's sure. maintenance. For those of you who are listening to this in lifetime, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and I have a lump on my chest. So perfect timing. I'm very on brand. Yes. Very on brand for <laughs> breast health, but I'm going to 99% be okay. Yes. Um, all right. So just to recap in this episode, as Blake and I talked about it, a lot of you have already watched The Last Kingdom when they aired live. And so all of these episodes so it might just become mushed together in your memory. So we thought it might be helpful if we have a wee bit of a recap. Well, um, let, let's get let's play the oh. music first, and oh. then and then we'll do the, we'll, okay. we'll do the recap. This is How's our first time doing it. So first we're a time, little yeah. This bamboozled. is all, Yeah, we're we're all over the place here. Here, here we go. All right, so this one was titled Episode 8. The director, once again, as it was for the penultimate episode, was Richard Sr. He was the one who has done episodes of Humans on AMC, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as, for all you Poldark nerds, he's done a couple episodes of Poldark, and uh, Doctor Who, that very famous episode, Let's Kill Hitler. Uh, that was an important one, written by once again the showrunner Stephen Bouchard. <sighs> He's taking the reins back, especially for the past two episodes, and bringing it in, bringing it home, Mary, for this entire story. But as we are about to say, Mary, what is uh, the the super recap? Sur- the, the super, super short, short synopsis is that Otter believes that Alfred should actually let. Poor Ethel fled die um, so that they don't have to pay all this money that the Danes are ransoming her for. Alfred does not believe that that's a good deal. Uhtred works with Eric, who is in love with Ethel fled, and they decide that they want to let them escape to safety. And Eric will just give up all of his fame and fortune for this woman that he loves. And alas, that doesn't work. And Siegfried kills him. And Siegfried then gets killed by Ethel fled. It's literally this beautiful trio. <laughs> of death love it love the trio of death yeah <laughs> i mean that's one way we could put a trio of death sure why there not you go. uh your shields rating i give for... this a big old five i loved this episode it was a fantastic finale yeah yeah fantastic i'm gonna go with a i'm gonna say a 499 and, okay. and the reason why i'm saying 499 is because i'm holding off on five I know there's more to come. You can give more fives. You can have lots of fives. Everything could be a five. There's nothing to say you only get one I don't one live five. in your five world. That's fine. I'm just saying, Blake, you have unlimited fives that if you wanted to give more, you could. I really liked this episode for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that it plays on its theme, which it tells you right at the jump. What will you do for your land? What is what is the Anything. thing that binds you to your land? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Uh, and each of these characters have to make this choice. 
uh, and we'll get into that in uh, in the rest of uh, the, the the podcast episode. But okay. Mary, your um, uh, your GBG, what do you got for your good, your bad, and your great? Okay, so my good for this episode is oh, there's just so many goods. Um, just Ethelfled, Ethelfled. I am excited to see her continue to blossom. Yes, you know the the woman who acts, um, who's the actress. She does a phenomenal job. I love that she was able to stab Siegfried. She's been wanting to fight all this time. Yes, somebody get this girl a sword. She picks it up herself. No man needs to hand her a sword. Okay, yep. she can do this herself. Granted, she stabs him in the back, but still. But, but you still know what? Mary, gets a kill count. I want to. I want to mention this out loud, right out now, right right now. Bookends. The series, the season begins with Ethelfled training to fight with Stiapa, yep, and it ends with her stabbing Siegfried uh, and killing him. Just, yes. a, just an interesting bookend. Agreed. There you go. Look at that. I like that. Look at you. Uh, my bad isn't necessarily anything bad with the show. It's nothing like that. Uh, my bad is just that Otto's dead, and I know that he had to die. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, had to die. It's like Marta and Outlander. You know he's got to go away at some point. Yeah, but. Just to know that he had to kill himself, and I can't even fathom that. I'm just sad. I really like, you know, we're we're all Uhtred in that moment. We're all Uhtred saying he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, are you sure you want to make that choice? And then my great for this episode. Oh, my great! I'm gonna give Uhtred the big old W. What do you mean? He needs that I need a hero soundtrack. (laughs) You know how people took that with Kylo Ren at the end of the Star Wars last trilogy? Um, (laughs) And they like overdubbed that over all of Kylo Ren's moves coming in. That's what you need to do with Uhtred. He didn't even know he was saving the day. I loved how Otto was like, oh yeah, Alfred, uh, I told Uhtred to do this on your behalf. Otto's like, I don't even know. How Uhtred decided that it was a great idea and that he could somehow magically save the princess, but sh- but he did. Ada saved his butt to the end. Yes, absolutely. Which is really cool. And you know Alfred saying that, like, mm, Ada said this. I doubt it's true, but it's what he said. So my, my win just goes, my, my great goes to Uhtred for being the hero. Yeah, look at you. All right, good. Uh, my good... Um, the final fight between Eric and uh, Siegfried. and Siegfried was excellent. Uh, nice. Their world, their plan that they had created, uh, was crumbling around them with the burning embers oh. falling on them as they very as dangerous they fight. to film in. But not only that, you, you just have. Uh, I'm sure some of those embers were digitally added. By I the way, yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but the, the the fact of the matter is, is as much as there is uh, great. Uh, visual storytelling there the, again their world colliding or uh, collapsing around them the acting is what remains and the emotion is what remains most important um, it, that final battle is rooted in hatred and love and frustration and all of it combined um, and regret and um, all of it is just you can sense it from both the brothers. It was the fight that had to happen. Uh, it would it would be what I think the final fight. I will make another Star Wars reference. What the final fight between Obi Wan and Anakin should have been. Yes. Um. In Fair. In, in Episode Three, but kind of wasn't. 
Um, it's so still good. It was still you good. You the chosen one. Right, right. Um, that's <laughs> the way that I got, that, that was the feeling that I got. That was that what fight. Siegfried was saying to Eric. Yes, absolutely. Uh, for you me- were the smart one. <laughs> you do the thinking for me. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, the bad for me though, <sighs> there's a lot of characters that appeared at the beginning of the season that just went away, that actually played a very large role in what we were trying to accomplish here. Uh, Hild, just... Where the heck is she? I, she was supposed to be running the, running the she, nunnery where, and whatever. A, yeah, she made a little... I understand, I get it, but there was no... There's no coming back to her in any way. She didn't even appear in Cookham at all uh, later on. You know, when we become adults and we settle in our own lives, we frequently do lose touch with our friends of our youth. Uh, That's that's fair, but she's still in the same town that Uhtred is in uh, at the beginning of the episode when he's hanging out with Gisela. So there should have been some kind of acknowledgement in terms of Hild. Uh, Just all- coming in to grab an apple. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Or nunnery's it- looking great. Yeah. We're- <laughs> got five new signups this week. Got got some new paint on the walls. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah. I went with a light pink motif. Oh, we're gonna have a Christmas festival like you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, uh, I mean, what happened to uh, his, his older brother? Uh, I mean, he's doing his. I'm fine with that. And Brita and yeah, uh, like uh, they're having sex up north. All you need to know. I, no, they're I staying know. out of trouble. They said we don't want to be friends with Eric and Siegfried. Yeah, okay. I just, I'm just saying that there are certain things that have come and gone, and like not seeing Ragnar, I think, is a mistake. Uh, not seeing Guth- we're going Guthrie back to is a mistake. I, I just, who? oh yeah, yeah, that guy. I think his brother-in-law. Yeah, like there, there should have been some kind of callback, and it shows you the kind of divide this season had. Uh, exactly halfway through. It's just yes. like it was It was finishing the story of season one and then starting off like this other little side quest to, to end season two. Okay. Um, but my great though, oh man, that final scene between Alfred and Uhtred, um, just awesome. Did you feel like Alfred heard Ethelfled talking to Uchid. Yeah, absolutely. Like, way, you're the only person I trust. And I need to I know can I can kiss call you it now. In. Yeah, like, yeah, like that is. And then Alfred just creeps from behind the door. So. Yeah, Alfred all of a sudden just went. Not great, Bob. He was, he knows something's going on here. Yep. And he, and again, subtext. So the show does so many wonderful things with subtext. Uh, in, in in fact, the, the final subtext of that of that scene is, yeah, you can go as my oath, man. I, I want you to know that your oath to me is what matters most. Not my and, daughters. Not my daughters. Not the things that you're trying to accomplish. Did he hear her say that Eric's baby is in her? Body? No, I didn't. I don't think he heard that. Then I, how do you think he heard any of it? Maybe I don't think he heard any of it. No, he did because he was standing in the background. At, towards the end of the then conversation. Then he would have heard the baby bit. No, I don't think so. Babe, you can't have selective, I'm going to not no, hear. Because, yeah, yes, I can, because he was he walked into the into the doorway after the baby bit. We didn't see him walk into the doorway then, yeah, did we? Did. we? Yeah, he was, okay. in, he was uh, out of focus in the background. Okay. Uh, but most importantly, the, the journey for Uhtred... <laughs> this is what I'm sticking to. Does he know she's pregnant? Well, we'll, we'll get into that conversation. Um, Uhtred is still under the control of Alfred. Now he has to follow through on another 
oath that he's made to Ethelfled, and he's still not one ounce closer <laughs> to being to in Bevenberg. Like, not anywhere near it. You know, his wife, Giselle? Gisela. Gisela. Not Giselle. <laughs> That's Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. She reminds me of you. There's a family in our life that just keeps like coming back into my life rotation, and it's generally like bad things happen with them, and I have to uh, solve their problems over and over and over and over again. And Blake's always like, this family's bad news. You need to cut all ties. Family stop, sucks. Stop listening to their phone calls. Stop helping them out. And I feel like that's what Gisela. Gisela. <laughs> His wife. <laughs> oh, no, that was the wrong one. Sorry. Whatever. It's what I think his wife is saying. Like, can we please, can you, like, pretend to suck at fighting so we can just go home? Can you, like, pre- pretend you had a concussion? Yeah, just do And just go home. Do Workers something. comp. Work. Work. Do you get TDI? Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. She's done with this family. Yeah, she's done. I mean, you know, nobody can get her name right, but it's yeah. fine. It's, we'll, we'll figure it out yeah. eventually. Maybe season three. We'll get the name right. She'll probably die. <laughs> she probably will die. That's why I don't care. I, I. You know what? That is an early... Oh, I don't have it up. Oh, crap. Crap. I don't have it up. Here we go. That is an early, early... Uh, Destined to be theory of the week. She's gonna die. Absolutely gonna die in season three. Why not? And I'll tell you why. I always told you. I told you from the beginning, from from that first episode of of season two. Oh, once you saw grown up Ethel fled. Ethel fled was the dark horse. Total dark horse. Now that she's primped like a pagan. Now she's primped like a pagan. Rocking the braids. She's got the braids, and she apparently has got a baby. You don't know. I don't know. She, it's a. It's a. It's a. She's down with the pagan sex. She's down with the. I'm telling you, she's the dark horse. Something happens to Gisela. There is a reason why they had that final yeah. moment between. Ask if I can give you a little kiss. Yeah, she's into eyeliner. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> you know, I I didn't know, but I I found out recently that she's just a Green Day fan. So, you know, she's Makes really, in, you know, when Dookie came out, it changed her life. Psh, sign her up. <laughs> um, I, I think this. You know, all right. Well, let's start at this. Let's start it this way, Mary. What did you think of season two in general? Uh, where would you put it? I enjoyed it a lot more than season one. How come? Because I wanted to keep watching it. Season one, I was like, who am I voting for? Aside yeah. from Father Bialka. Throw me a bone. Are you finding that you care more about Uhtred this time around? <sighs> yes. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with you on that one. Um, He's wisened up over the years. A Slave, little bit. Slavery kind of, you know, took... It took him down a notch. Took him down a notch. Yep. You know, him him rescuing Ethel Fled right now. I will say, I would be really pissed as his wife. Like, put your family first, man. But we need to remember that years go by. Years yeah. go by. So yeah. he probably did spend a lot of time at home having pancakes Sundays, <laughs> you know, building some bunk beds for the kids. And then it's his time to go back to war. Yeah, like he's got things to do. Yeah. You know, and, and Gisela even mentions that. She's like, are you sure we like you have to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, can we just not? And he's like, I, I'm sworn. Like, I have to go. I have oh, to do this. Um. I think I'm 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 in agreement with you about season two that it was far better than season one, and it, it, that's not to say that season one was bad. I in, I enjoyed it. I, I I wanted to keep going, and 
Uh, but the I think the narrative was a lot cleaner, oddly enough. I like the colors. The color of this season was a bit bolder. Yeah, visually. yeah, a little bit more bold visually. Uh, the stylistically, I think it was on par with season one. Season one had some great shots. It had some great blocking. But like you said, we've got some characters that we've just kind of left to the side. We've picked up a few more that we don't necessarily know what we're doing with them right now. So it lends into the fact, I know that probably when this ended, people were like, is there going to be a season three? This ends telling you there needs to be a season three. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I I liked season two a lot more than season one. So just for all the nerds that are out there, uh, season two marks the end of BBC's sole control over The Last Kingdom. At this point, beginning of season three, Netflix then picked up The Last Kingdom and continued it. So uh, going forward, it'll be interesting to see what kind of visual changes there are, what like the visual language of the show, what kind of uh, writing uh, styles change, if at all. Uh, Also, the the kind of uh, digital effects... Uh, as well as um, uh, the, the kind of budget that they're using. It'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. and compare and contrast uh, season two to season three when we begin that. Um, but I think for our purposes, Mary, uh, you said something that was really like interesting. You, oh. you felt that the finale was very cinematic and very cinematic in its quality. What mm-hmm. in, in its... What in its um, uh, presentation led you to believe that it was more cinematic than previous episodes or even the previous season. The colors. Yeah. The colors are just so much more rich and bold. And I and I almost thought that they had it desaturated for the first season to kind of give it this dreary, boring look of what it felt like back in the olden days. But I don't know. I just think that it was a bit more vivacious with its coloring, which mirrored the intensity of the people like I felt like season one these people had strong emotions uh, they were really um, bold in their choices and yet I just felt like the whole show was very muted so honestly the visual aspect for me amped everything up yeah absolutely I, I would agree with you on that one also I think a- another cinematic quality to this is not necessarily just the visual language as you were suggesting but also the writing uh, the the writing was, it it really followed. I think a, a really important strategy for a film, mm-hmm. which is when you want to stick your landing, you want to get to the climax of what you're telling, and then you want to end the film or the show, whatever, as close to that climax as possible. Because the more that you um, that you keep going after the height of what you've just told, the more that you get what's called ending fatigue. Where mm-hmm. uh, here's a perfect example: The Matrix. Uh, uh, hashtag spoilers. Uh, Neo finds out that he's the chosen one; that he is the one. Though he is the the he is the all powerful Neo, and he defeats Agent Smith. And within five ten minutes, as soon as that's done he's talking to the rope he's talking to the matrix through the phone and he flies off in the matrix uh, a bad example of ending fatigue is uh lord of the rings uh, the, the return of the king it took forever for the return of the king to end because there was the final climax and then all of a sudden you had 15 different endings for all the different characters and you're like what are we doing yeah. like it would taken forever here and The Last Kingdom does a really important thing. 
it has the final battle between Eric and Siegfried. Right after that, there is another battle, the the final climax where um, Alfred defeats Alfred defeats them, and then within five ten minutes at most, we see credits, and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really treated its ending with a lot of respect, yep. and it got to it efficiently, and it told uh, it, it uh, an important narrative. And it all climaxed in one big scene. All all of the narratives, whether it was Ethelfled, Eric, Uhtred, Alfred, Ada, all of it was solved in one scene. And that was really important. Mm-hmm. That was really important. What did you think of the um, voiceover uh, the, for the second season? Did you find it better than the first season? I didn't even notice it. See, well, there you go. That actually... <laughs> <laughs> That actually would describe what, that it might be better. Um, I would contend that it's probably better than the first season. I would season. say yes, because I didn't even notice it means it flowed swimmingly. The first season, it was like, okay, uh, we ran out of time. So, yeah, this guy became a, a Christian, and we did this, and we did that, and all this stuff happened. Yay, show's over. Whereas this one, the VO... I actually didn't mind it all that much. Was there one in this episode? Yeah, at the end of the episode. What does he say? He says he, he said that uh, you know because of what happened to Ada, Alfred then became the most powerful person in England, essentially. Oh, okay. And uh, you know all these things are happening, and I still have to go get Bebenberg, and I'm going to. Yeah, when he's on his horse. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, I was cool with that. It just kind of made me think like, yeah, it's his drive home and he's thinking about his day and yeah. what went right, what went wrong, his goal's still ahead. I was there for it. Because, and I'll tell you why I think you were there for it, and I, and I want to get your opinion, because it was emotionally driven. It wasn't plot driven, like, okay, all these things got to get tied up, so let's just do it in a VO. It was, you were getting uh, a perspective from Uhtred that you wouldn't normally get from the visual aspect of the show. You were getting his emotions wrapping up the final arc of the season. What mm-hmm. do you what do you think about? This? Is that the reason why Agreed. you think you um is that the reason why you think you you were in, in favor of it? Yeah, I do. Uh let's talk about Otta. Oh, I'm so sad. I really love Otta. <sighs> Was Otta right? Because another part of that final VO was, I'm, is Uhtred telling the story, or he plans to tell the story of how Otta was the one who helped save England. Uh, and even though it won't be recorded like that, according to Alfred, that's what really happened. Did Otta save England? Did he do the right thing, Mary? Mm, yes. How come? Well, if Uhtred escaped with Ethelfled and there was no army there, they would have been run down and killed. And they would have gotten Ethelfled back. But Otto's army was there to stop them, combined with Alfred's army, whose Alfred's army joined and was there because of Otto's army. Yeah, but Alfred wouldn't have been there and Otto wouldn't have been there if he had just listened to the king. And Uhtred would have rescued no, she would have tried to rescue and they would have ran him down. You think so? Yep. They would have caught up with him. I do. 
I don't think Uhtred and Ethelflaed would have made it up that hill on those little horsies. You know, he's he's coming out. And he's like, "Help us! There's an army chasing us!" And there was an army. Is he okay? So, did he do the? Is he a traitor? The way that Alfred suggests. Otter. Yeah. I don't think to that degree, but he technically is a traitor because he went against the king's wishes. Yeah, I'm just so, saying that he saved. I think that he saved England, and I think this is also a great indication of good writing because the person that we're talking about, you know, is a person that does deserve respect in his stature, uh, and uh, it was a trusted right hand man to mm-hmm. to the king, uh, and he did what he did for Wessex. Not necessarily because, oh, it's to save Ethelfled or it's to do whatever. It's we need to to take these guys out. We yeah. need to take Eric and Siegfried out. And if we happen to save Ethelfled, great. great. Um, if not, then she's a martyr. Uh, it, I, I'm a, on the otter train. It's a, and it's easy for me to say because it's not my kid. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a good conversation and that's what makes a good writing because there's, he's neither right nor is he wrong. He's, it's just what, it, 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 what, what side of the decision do you fall under? Um, it's, if it wasn't Alfred's kid, it wouldn't have been an issue. It, it, his heart blinded him for these choices. And I mean, you could sit there and you could say one life is worth you know, and everything. Yeah. But on the flip side, Otto's saying that guy right there whose brothers, whose sons are dead, his wife and his daughters are now stolen and being raped and killed. You're taking all of his money. You're going to have him killed in six months to fight your war. Why right. is his life not worth the same? Not a, Why are all the thousands of lives that are going to be lost to fight for Ethelfled not worth the same amount as hers? And I get it. I just love the scene when Otto wakes up after a heavy night of drinking and Osferth is on his right and Clappa is on his left. Yes. And he's just like, oh, no, what happened? <laughs> we should raise a glass in our imaginary minds for everyone who died. Oh, yes. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, we had. We, Otto, were, we were correct. Clappa. Uh, Bam. Just like that. We were correct about Clappa. Clappa did have. There was a Wayland on Clappa fight and Clappa got smoked. Not necessarily by Wayland, but it did take, as we suggested, four or five guys to take Clappa down. That he was, was like good. the T Rex with all the different Velociraptors. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Very Jurassic Parky. All, all we need, all we need, is well, you know that little banner fa- falling Ooh. down for, <laughs> when dinosaurs ruled the world. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome um, to Jurassic Park. So Clappa, we lost. Eric and Siegfried, yes. Ada. Yep. Who else did we lose? We lost episode? a bunch of log carriers. Eight people we don't care about. Yep. Goodbye. Yep, they're they're gone. But Father Bianca is still here, yep, so that's still good. My, my solid. Heston is still around. Who's Heston? That uh, was the guy with the little the little thing in his the the one who who told Siegfried about Eric. Oh, the new bad Dane. Yeah, yeah, the new bad Dane. Okay, and just to keep a recap, this is the guy that actually. Uhtred saved when he was being tied down and the villagers yes. went against all the Danes and killed them all and, and Uhtred actually saved this guy. So he is he is held on. He's the cockroach. But I can tell you, in this episode, they did such a, bleh, such a great job of helping you see that he's smarter than Eric and Sigrid combined. That he is able to see that Eric has fallen in love. Yep. He's able to see that Eric's canoodling a little too much, thinks it's not fair. He that is able to 
inform and manipulate Siegfried mm-hmm. into doing what he wants to have done. And then at the very end, when Siegfried is able to still rally all these guys to essential death, mm-hmm. eventual death, this guy. That was a great scene. Holds back. Just doesn't even move. Yeah. Doesn't even look up. You go just to stays you. right there. I'm going to go take that castle back and put some fires out. Yeah. <laughs> just get some buckets. Get a new earring. Um, I was I was very impressed. What's his name? Heston. Heston. Yeah. I was very impressed by that scene. Everyone's getting riled up by by uh, Siegfried and he's out there screaming his whole thing off. He's taking the 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 holster off of his mm-hmm. knife and and he, he's just like, yeah, no, Heston's no, I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not getting involved in this fire. I am here for my silver and gold. You know what he did? He did what I would have done. Yeah, I'm taking a little bit of a tea. I'm, I'm going to take a tea here. 50 seconds maybe. Yeah, he's and- a cockroach. <laughs> we're going to we're going to live to fight another day cuz you're stupid. <laughs> We still have the guy, oh, what's his name? The guy that carried the little note because Ethelfled wrote Citric. the note, Citric. Yes. So Ethelfled and Eric composed this note, which really is just Ethelfled writing the note, which is going to go to Uhtred, let them know. Guess yes. what? BT dubs, we're in love, come save us. Thanks. Bye. Yes. Hearts. You know she put lots of hearts. So many hearts. Hey, Uhtred. Um, hey. I don't know if you're busy, but I fell in love. <laughs> OMG. She calls herself A. Hey, it's A. Yes. Oh, Uhtred, it's so great. To, I hope you're doing well. Kiss the babies for me. Um, so I think I want to have babies with a pagan. Mom and dad would be so upset, but I don't care right now. Okay, and do what's best for me. And um, yeah, can you come get us? Hashtag print like a pagan. Yay. <laughs> 10 p.m. Monday night. See you there. Oh, man. That was funny. That was good. Yeah, a lot going on there. And Uhtred just shows up. And there's reasoning that uh, that Ethelfled gives to Eric for Uhtred showing up. It's because he's Uhtred. He's going to show up. That's what he's going to do. But she- are, you, are you buying that? Do you think they established enough of a relationship between your girl no. A and Uhtred to warrant that kind of response? What I'm wondering is if she, if she wrote in the letter, if you do this... We won't have to spend the money. There won't have to be bloodshed. Like, I don't know if she wrote the reasoning behind it because she says it out loud. She says, if we do this, there won't have to be a war and my dad won't have to spend all this money. So I'm hoping that she wrote some of that inside that little scrap of paper. I doubt it. Mm -hmm. But because I agree with you, even though we're able to see Uhtred and Ethelfled talk beautifully about each other, I don't think that there was enough visual weight, like time-wise as a viewer, for me to believe that he would do anything for her. Yeah. I I would agree with you that I, I think the relationship that they shared at the beginning of the season was basically nothing. Because she was scared of him. And season one is a little girl. Yes. She was always afraid of him. And I so I didn't have anything from there. It's not like he would come in and like toss her an apple and be like, wow, that girl's got a good arm or something. You know what I mean? Like, she's, yeah. If there had been something like that where he had shown a little... Something, but I guess it would have then been weird because you're right. If we're gonna potentially have a love interest, we wouldn't want to think of him as like this. Hey, little girl, catch an <laughs> apple. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I. I don't know how I feel about their relationship. I'll be real with you. I like both actors in these roles. I. But I just don't get it. Yeah, I think they're both good at what they do. I don't think there's enough evidence within the show. And to- when did he learn to read and write? 
Father Bianca was like, you have to learn how to read and write. You have to yeah, learn how to read right, and good write. Point. Well, when well, did I'm, that happen? I mean, years have gone by. Yes, there have been many years. So it's, but who tutored him? Did Ethelfled tutor him? Gisela? That would have been cool. Gisela doesn't know how to read and write, does she? Well, I don't know. I mean, she, I guess she comes from royalty as a family, I suppose. Mm, let's put that in air quotes, yeah. royalty. <laughs> We've seen her brother. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. By the way, Gisela's outfit again today? Oh, oh, fantastic. It's the green with the purple and the, like the, the ruching here. Oh, I'm in. She dresses like she's the Lady of Bedenburg. Oh, yes, she does. She believes in the secret and like you need to dress the for the secret. job that you want. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, by the way, uh, the secret, there is um, <laughs> the secret to great filmmaking is how you transition. Transitioning is so important, and there is an absolutely outstanding transition from Ethelfled after she kills Siegfried on the battlefield. Uh, there is a person that runs by the camera, and when the a shot of Ethelfled comes back, instead of her being all war-torn and everything on the battlefield, it's her in a dress back in Wessex. Uh, she's the same. She's just walking away from the camera at the same direction. With her ladies on either side. Oh, man. That it was, was a cool awesome. Shot. That was freaking awesome. That, that Like, that is what gets my nerd life going right there. And I didn't notice it until Blake stopped the show, rewound it, and watched it again. And I went, oh, that That's happened. what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also noticed, too, uh, how, if you remember, Eric was saying that he was born during a full moon and that his parents were going to name him something else. It was it was yeah. like... Uh, Wolf... Whatever it was. Whatever. Uh, it, but it was, it was in regards to the full moon. Notice that when Ada... And Alfred come to meet in the middle before all the Danes show up. Uh, what's shining very bright above them is the full moon. Well, they, they reference the full moon many times in this episode. That was the day that they needed to have the first shipment of the metal, right? Of the silver, right? And I just I love that the conflict for Ethelfled circled around this Eric. moon for Eric. Oh, and cute. and then that's in between Otta and Alfred. He was looking Alfred. down on her. Yes. In the moon. Isn't that nice? It is nice that his brother gave him his sword as he died. That was nice. Yeah, so he can go to Valhalla. I think that was yeah. that was excellent. Like I killed you, but here's your sword so you can go to Valhalla. You're welcome. Uh notice too uh that Alfred at the beginning of this season was was busting uh Uhtred's balls a little bit for hanging a guy for stealing or whatever it was, and he didn't have a trial. Uh, at the end of the season, he says that Otta must stand trial. But Uhtred is the one that says, well, you're just going to kill him anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Alfred has some witty comeback about it. But again, more bookends on what they're trying to do. Very cool. Uh, and each of these characters have to decide what they're doing for this land. Is Alfred going to sacrifice his daughter? Is... um Ethelfled going to uh, live her life as uh, a, a princess and go back to being with Ethelred. Ethelred and Prince Hans. Uh, Prince Hans. You know, um, Ethelwald has to make a choice about the land. What's he, what is he going to do? Uh, is he going to listen? Who gets Otta's land? Probably. Oh, that's a good point because Otta Ooh, doesn't have it, a kid anymore. Is it Uhtred's ex? Can she inherit it even though she's a nun? Mildreth. That's her name. 
maybe. I, I doubt it. I don't I'm know. I'm going to wish that in my brain. <laughs> that's a good question. I wonder if Ethelwald actually That'd gets be great because that's a big army, the whole fjord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's a that's a good question, Mary. Uh, and if Ethelwald gets it, that's gonna not be great. I doubt it. I don't think he's like next in kin. Uh, no, I doubt it. But I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, Thanks. Ethelwald has to make a choice. Does Alfred he... probably just scoops it up? Let's be real. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll take that too. Uh, he, Ethelwald has to make the choice of do I help Otta? And Otta has to make that choice too. Do I go against the king for my land and for England? Every single one of these characters, even Eric and Siegfried, have to make these choices about their land that they have made this plan to go get. And they have to fight each other over it. It's I love how this episode wrapped itself around why do these people even care? What is the point? What is the point of all of this? What are we even doing? Uh, that was really uh, – it's a good question to ask in a show like this mm-hmm. because it's easy to get wrapped up in the idea of the fights and the battles and the and political saving, backstabbing. Yeah. And But what, again, like the VO at the end, what is the emotional part of this? Why am I investing in any of it? Uh, yeah, the battle scenes at the end were incredibly directed, as always. That shot of the horses charging as the shield wall is forming um, – such a beautiful shot. And like, it's a great fight and Uhtred getting knocked out and bleeding from oh, the mouth and all of that. So gross. Um, but why do I care? Um, and I really like that that show gave us a reason. The show gave us a reason to care for this season and a reason to care going forward uh, because that's what it's, that's what you need. You know, i sorry. I'm just thinking of something. What? That I thought was going to be my bad and I forgot it. It oh, just okay. came to me now. I don't like when Alfred is talking to Ethelwald and Ethelwald is looking at all the gold and the silver mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Alfred asks him, you know, would you have sacrificed your daughter? Yes, I would have. Okay, cool. Well, or no, would your dad, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah. Would your dad, and he says, my dad wouldn't have paid all this money to save me. My dad didn't even like me. Yeah, I was a great failure in his mm-hmm. eyes. And Alfred said, well, it's a good thing you were a great failure. Otherwise, I would have had you killed. Yeah. What? That's some truth. Drop, dropping some truth bombs. <laughs> like, talk about a traitor. Like, had Ethelwald well, not no, been a drunk. No, listen, because Ethelwald was the, the blood heir. Yes, but he would, if he was a capable person, would have that he he could have claimed right to it and then ruined Alfred's know. thing. So I understand why Alfred says that to him. It, it lets him again subtext. It tells him, no, you're still a screw up, and luckily you're a screw up because otherwise you'd be dead. How is Ethelwald allowed into that room and allowed into the dungeons? This guy literally has the fast pass to the whole castle. <laughs> Nobody's asking him questions. Oh, I'm just going to go give a knife and oh, I'm just going to go look at the silver. Like no one's saying you probably shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, that's a good point. He just, and and they all just, just trust around. him. Yeah. yeah. Like all the guardsmen, everyone just trusts him. He could have literally just like filled his pockets and gone. Is it because on a they just like screen? they're like, yeah, it's at the wall, whatever. That's like, what I'm wondering. He's but, just stupid. But like, don't you know not to trust him? Doesn't Alfred know that he's a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs? <laughs> he went into Daneland after he was told not to, and you're just gonna let him have the 
access to the whole castle? Not the mm. best idea. And then did you see the look that Ethelwald gives Elf, um, Ethelred? That the creepy cousin gives the princess as he's like walking. And I don't know if it's like, I'm not going to let you get to power. He's holding the knife that he's bringing downstairs to Otter. It's after that cool transition scene oh, that you yeah, said yeah. Okay, yep. where the princess is walking down and she's going to go talk to Uhtred yep. and she passes by Ethelwald and he kind of has this little like, look about him and I didn't yeah. know how to interpret that look is it like you're lucky you're lucky that me and Otter saved your life alright um what is it? It's a creepy cousin All right. situation destined to be theory of the week okay. here's another early one for you they're setting up Heston to be the next bad guy the guy with the bone in his hair yeah I don't think he's going to play a large role. Where's Guthrid? Guthrid? Whatever. Whatever. You know Where's what? the other bone hair guy? He, he's around here somewhere. Who knows? Who cares? The real bad guys we got to watch out for is Ethelwald. Ethelwald went and ro- he raised the army from Devonshire. And something tells me that he and Ethelred are not happy with... Alfred. And Ethel, those two. Yeah. Prince Hans. Prince Hans and Ethelwald are going to be the bad guys next season. Like, okay. They're going to be the ones that force the kingdom to really get messed up. Because now you have Mercia against Wessex. You know, the whole world building option that, that uh, Alfred was trying to accomplish at this point. Don't be ugly. Yeah. And, you know, what happens when Uhtred has to go save Ethelred from, um, Ethel fled from Ethelred, you know? Or what what happens if Ethel fled wants something to happen that Uhtred must do against Alfred? Well, she should not be asking him to do anything against her dad. That's just not right. But I agree with you that maybe it'll be something about saving her from her husband or covering up for her like i i like you ethel fled but stop trying to get utrid to cover for you yeah, good point. okay you're gonna get utrid in more trouble and she doesn't get in trouble she's the princess yep so let's say that you're the queen of wessex mary and mm. you 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 i got my glow up uh you are the equivalent to alfred okay you're running the whole joint oh okay, okay? you are the queen nice and your daughter around the world <laughs> your daughter is taken captive and you have to figure it out are you sending an army and risking her death, or are you paying the money and risking your kingdom? I'm bringing my army in. You are. Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna risk her death. I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> I think we can be brave enough, and we got a Nutrid there in there somewhere. Is um. Is, we got a Scorpa in there somewhere. Is Alfred? Um, you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, Slytherin, or is he a Ravenclaw? He's a Ravenclaw. Really? I think so. Why do you think he's a Ravenclaw? He's always reading. Always. Yeah, that's true. And he's trying to like overanalyze and make it very calculated. We can be in control of this because, you know, I think I'm going to take people at their word. False. Okay? You go in and you take control of the situation like a Gryffindor. And you, Odd is a Gryffindor. Just, what? You know, <laughs> no, he is. I'm telling you. He is. I, I, I agree 100%. Richard's a Gryffindor. Uh, he 
is. Yeah, he is. He is. He's brave. He's yes. Brave. Uhtred definitely is. Yeah, you're Not right. always the brightest, okay? Sometimes we don't think things through, but we, we know that we can be in control of taking action. And sometimes that feels better than inaction. Let's talk about some of the other characters because um, I think we're, we're running close yes. on time here. Let's talk about some of the other characters that have come and gone. Father Pyrlig, is he going to be sticking around? He's here. Think? Yeah, I think the so The fighting too. father? Yeah. I like Father him. warrior. Yes. Uh, great. Once again, great humor from him. Oh, uh, and he gets left by Otter. Yeah, just left and he's just walking. He's like, thank God you're Saxon. I can't run. Please be Saxon. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and then also is like, of course I'm spying for Alfred. I despise the sea. You mm-hmm. know, like those little things that are there. And he's making fun of Osforth for, you know, saying the saying love. and Osforth, I'm so over you. Why are we not handling this anymore? It's Alfred's illegitimate son. Yeah. How is this not a thing show- that we're talking about? They just about? keep saying bastard. Okay, bastard. Right. <laughs> this ain't no Jon Snow. Seriously, he is not Jon Snow. No. Show. Definitely not Jon Snow. Not not whatsoever. I mean, if I could find my sound, I'd play it, but I can't. So it is what it is. Um. Yeah, I... And there's something that happens. Uhtred says, find your courage or find the cro- or go back to the cross. Yeah. And that doesn't pay off at all. No. I think you see him in the last fighting sequence for a second, waving his sword around. Eh. I saw it. If not, it was someone who looked like him. <laughs> but I think With I the Lloyd Christmas him. haircut? Yes. Um, uh, let's talk about Finnan. Oh yeah, uh, you're you're still on the I'm Finnan st- train. St- choo choo conductor. <laughs> um, Finnan's reaction to Otta when Otta says, "Yeah, they the the ale that they um, brew here is weak on Alfred's orders," and he's like, "No way, really!" Like, and he just has this look of like, "You gotta be kidding!" Yep, that was a great background moment that if you're not paying attention you don't see it mm-hmm. but it absolutely absolutely gives you such a great insight into his character agreed uh and the the dynamics of this group mm-hmm. really loved it uh clap is dead um citric is kind of still around doing citric yeah, things he didn't his payoff of like being upset that kiartan was kind of his stepfather yep. in a sense or whatever adopted father i haven't had that you know we kind of got this at the end of season one this little look from him that i thought in sometime in season two he may actually go back on utrid yes. and truth be told he's utrid's man <sighs> yes he is um Says I can trust you. Eric says Utrid says I can trust yes, you. Yes, I would. I would agree with you. Um, yes, I would agree. Uh, let's see who else do we got? Um, Ethel Red. We already talked about him. That was a little bit of a um, uh, destined to be theory of the week. Uh, but you also have Aldhelm, Aldhelm, uh, his buddy, the other Lloyd Christmas haircut guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he never really paid off either. By the end of this season, he kind of just showed up and was like, yeah. He didn't really say much. That was the end uh, when they were bringing the money in. And that was all. Uh, do you think – I think that he and Ethel Red and Ethel Wald are going to be a, a much bigger deal next year. I, d- I dig that trio. I yeah. dig it. I think they're going to be planning some bad news stuff. These guys, they're going to be the new bad news bears. That's what they're going to be, bad news bears. That's what okay. they are. Um, anyway, what else do you want to talk about that is around – Part of Team Utrid or... No, that's it. 
Yeah, I think so too. Uh, anything else you want to say from this season? I loved it. What was uh, my final question to you, Mary? Is your thoughts on the divided season? Like it, it was four episodes, essentially wrapping up the arc of season one. And then they went off in this side quest halfway through. I enjoyed it. I liked this side quest. I'm here for the Romeo Juliet love story. Yes. Um, and I think it puts things in motion of the maturity of Ethel Fled. I think we need to understand uh, how she feels about Ethel Red and Uhtred's dedication to Ethel Fled. Even though we don't necessarily understand where it stems from, we're now here for it and we're, we're ready. Yeah, I would say that it was a, a big narrative uh, detour. Uh, and it like it jumped real quick. I mean, we had a mm-hmm. literal time jump uh, of three years, uh, which I think is necessary if you're going to have this split narrative the way that it was done. Uh, it I think it definitely shows you that the first season absolutely should have been more episodes um, just to cap off what the story they were trying to tell. Yeah. Um, it was a little drastic. It was a little bit of a head spinner, but I think they pulled it off because they rooted again the final part of season two in that emotionality and the the basis around all these decisions. Where was Alfred saying, "I do this for my kingdom"? Uhtred was saying he was doing this for himself. But it's all emotionally based, mm-hmm. and I think that's the reason why it works. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say? That is it. We got some listener feedback. This one okay. comes from Pete in Tewksbury, UK. Hi, Pete. Says, hey, Mary and Blake, love your podcast. Insightful and witty as ever. Thanks. Just watched season, uh, just watched episode 206. Did anyone feel uncomfortable echoes of Joffrey and his cruel treatment of Sansa in Ooh. Game of Thrones and Ethelred's similar treatment of yes. Ethel fled? Yes. Basically an insecure juvenile bully who likes mistreating women. Yes. I would totally agree. And then Ethel fled telling Father Bianca and Tura that he is not kind or words to that effect. Mm-hmm. Also reminded me of Lady Elena Terrell directly asking Sansa what Joffrey was like and Sansa replying that he is a monster. Mm. Anyway, keep up the good work and all the best. Oh, from thank Pete. you. Uh, do you think Ethel Red has a similar fate as Joffrey in Game well, of Thrones? By the way, you know nothing, Jon Snow. There you go. Finally got it. I loved the poisoning of Joffrey. Oh, that was good. And uh, hashtag spoilers. Elena go, s- telling Jamie Who kills Ethelred, in your opinion? If you had to guess right now, who kills him? Ethelred. I want it to be Ethelfled. I want it, just like how she got back at Siegfried. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want it to be her. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be. I don't either. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be... Uh... Is it Bianca? No. I don't. I would love for it to be Alfred. No, not going to happen. I would love that. Not going to happen. Let him save his daughter. Um, you know what would be cool? Is if it's Ethel Wald and it's like a little tricky thing. Like if his little scheming like, I'll kill him for you. And then you owe me. Yeah, and, and there's textual evidence here. We've already seen that from Ethelwald uh, when he does something of that ilk. He did it to Uhtred. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I like it. Okay. Good. Very good. Uh, I feel like it. he would do it in a sneaky way, like a poison. Uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's yeah. not a he's not a knife in the back he's kind of guy. He's a he's definitely very 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 sneaky. So sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Oh, we gave you a bunch of destined to be theories of the week already, and Mary just actually gave you another one. So for the the sake of posterity, Mary's final uh, destined to be theory of the week of this episode is maybe Ethelwald is the one who kills Ethelred. Ethelred. One can dream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one can dream oh my goodness All right. I want to give a quick shout out to yes. Poised Pink on Apple Podcasts reviewed us saying love 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 this is the perfect companion for watching The Last Kingdom the plot and characters on the show can be confusing at first so having Mary and Blake to discuss the show with makes it that much more entertaining I love all of Mary and Blake's hilarious commentary banter and explanations so thank you so much Poised and Pink and friends please know that we love getting your Apple Podcast written reviews Yes. Um, it, it helps other people find the podcast. We love reading the comments. We read each and every single one. So I want to start bringing more of those on the pod. Yes, please. All right. All so right. Let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Thank you all so very, very much. Don't forget, you can sign up for our complimentary text service. Take out your phones if you're in the U.S. and text the phone number 81010. And in the message field, the at symbol last king. All together, no spaces, at symbol last king. Out of the country, go to remind.com slash join slash last king. And you will get our complimentary text to let you know when the new episode comes up. And of course, we also want to get your listener feedback. Whatever you have to say about the podcast or you have to say about the show itself, uh, you actually get a an early look of what Mary and I think of with the episodes. Uh, join the nerdclan.com where we do our um, knee-jerk reactions to each episode and there you can put your comments and we will read them on the air uh, as well as if you want to email us you can do that Media at gmail.com and also don't forget ladies and gents we got a whole new collection at the Mary and Blake store just dedicated to The Last Yay. Kingdom so anything you could think of it's there at the Mary and Blake store and it's got a whole bunch of cool designs by uh Yours truly. Mm, Yours truly made all these designs. So, yeah, I'm wicked fancy. You you know, I don't mess around. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, thank you so much. On that note, my name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. Destiny is all. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.